Hola, and welcome to Amigas About Friends, a podcast where two best friends talk about their favorite group of friends, friends. This podcast is intended for a mature audience, and listener discretion is advised. Hello. Hello. We did it. Glorisimos. We did it. <laughs> Yay. I miss you. I miss you too. Oh my god. It's been for fucking ever. I know. I feel like we haven't even recorded it forever. My let's let's do our mental health checks. How are you? Oh my god. I don't know, man. I haven't been doing very well. Oh no. What's going on? Hold Talk on, you're me. cutting out a little bit. There you are. Um yeah, I haven't been sleeping very well at all and I had a migraine that lasted like four days and right now I have this thing where every time I eat I get anxious oh no so I hate it because I start getting like heart palpitations and yeah it's awful I don't recommend it but it's not like it's not like crippling anxiety but it's just enough to like notice it and like yeah definitely making me work slower and not sleep. <laughs> but yeah. we'll get through this. I'm going to get through it. God damn it. I'm here for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm okay. I, I've i been good. Um, I went running today because uh, Victor and I go every day. Well, Monday through Friday. And so we went running today. And the weather change fucks with my nosy and so my allergies started and so like while we were running I felt that like that itch in the back of your nose that like you it's the sneeze like it just wants to come out oh yeah but it wouldn't come out and when we finally got into the house I was like babe I need to freaking sneeze like I was starting to get a sinus headache because I couldn't sneeze um and then finally I sneezed and I've been non-stop sneezing until I took a Zyrtec but I'm still like partially congested and runny at the same time which I never understand um but other than that (laughs) (laughs) other than me bitching about my allergies because the weather's amazing right now Diego I'm fine (laughs) dude the weather has been flip-flopping here in San Diego but nothing like Texas I don't want to be Texas right now I'm good (laughs) yeah (sighs) this episode honestly was kind of boring to me uh yeah i think i like the next one better bro like i was like (laughs) i don't even know what to ask so the last time we recorded i numbered the episode episode 19 and Uh i was like i went back and i was like wait what why does it say 19 and then i looked and i was like we're not even there yet (laughs) oh my god i don't know what the hell i was thinking but i fixed it (laughs) it's fine (laughs) but i was like it's what it's been a weird time. <laughs> um, I'll start. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> the episode starts in Monica and Rachel's apartment with the gang helping Rachel stuff um, some resumes into envelopes. She, oh, since she said that she cannot work as a waitress any longer, 
Um, Ross catches a typo in one of the resumes and Rachel answers by saying, do you think it's on all of them? Ironically, the typo reads that she has excellent computer skills. <laughs> Just so funny. <laughs> Have you ever had a typo in an important document? Um, and would you ever hire someone with a typo in their resume? I'm trying to think of like a typo in an important document. I mean, c- kind of, but it wasn't my fault. Um, when I emigrated to the United States, <laughs> my mom decided to keep all of my names. So I have four names. I have a first name, a middle name, and then two last names. How it is custom in Mexico. Uh-huh. And when my mom, um, when I got my citizenship, because my mom passed the test and I just got to write along. <laughs> My mom, they asked her if she wanted to keep both of them, and I had begged her to just have my dad's last name, not because I don't love my mom, but because just two last names was just too much for me, but she was like, no, you're my daughter too, so she kept both of them, but on my citizenship record, it says, um, so my full name, or also known as my first, middle, and then my dad's last name. And when I had gone to the DMV, they told me that I could use just my first, last, and my dad's last name since they added that also known as. And I was like, great. So I think it was when I went in for my permit, like as a teenager. And then they didn't let me do it after all, because on my social security card, Uh it showed all of all four of them. So the social has to match like your license or whatever. So then I did that, and then when I was getting a passport, they were like, oh, no, we just need the three. And so after a lot of back and forth, they decided, no, we want all four. And so I had to change my social, like my card, like two times, and it was ridiculous. (laughs) But any typo of my being, I think one time I was... (laughs) I was trying to hang out with this guy and I told him, oh, I would, I texted him, I would, but you're so fat. But I meant to say, (laughs) I meant to say far. (laughs) And he he was really sad too. And also I texted him this right before heading into class, like I was in college. And so I just texted him that and then put my phone away. Oh my God. Stupid phone. And later, later, <laughs> I saw it, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, I'm so sorry. I meant to say far, far." <laughs> but no, not nothing like a resume. I always make sure that I take a look at those. Would I hire someone that had a typo in the resume? Probably if I interviewed them and I thought they were cool. And I mean, people make mistakes. I wouldn't just not hire someone based on the typo. Now, if I had a lot of typos, maybe not. Uh, how about you so um the only like important documents that I would have ever done a typo is like work docs <laughs> but I always try to like um spell check those yeah or like grammar check and everything um as as far as like personal stuff yeah all the fucking time <laughs> there's not a text that I haven't sent out that I'm not sending out like the corrected word with an asterisk just like this is what I fucking meant or like especially when I'm typing Spanish so I have the Google keyboard on my iPhone because it Mm -hmm. lets you well but previous to iPhone letting you swipe type um, Google let you do that 
because I used to have my Galaxy. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that I have an iPhone, it didn't let me do it at first. So it's a new feature. Newer feature. Interesting. Yeah. And so I downloaded the Google keyboard, but the Google keyboard lets you type in Spanglish. So like I'll be typing something, but want to say something in Spanish and then flip back to English and it doesn't fuck up on me. Um, but with the swipe, <laughs> I fuck up a lot, but not because it sucks. It's because I don't, I try to do it too fast and the stupid keyboards like get. <laughs> Katie says, "Excuse me, no Nintendo. <laughs> May I type slower?" Um, <laughs> but all of my text messages have typos. If I had to hire someone, well, would I hire someone? Yeah, I don't think I would put too much. Um, I mean, it would have to depend on the job. Obviously, if I was hiring an editor, <laughs> I would hope that they would edit their own shit and like not <laughs> have typos in their resume. Um, but you hired me as the co-host and I make, <laughs> I make typos all the time in our notes. <laughs> it's an unpaid internship. <laughs> you still hired and me. <laughs> also, I also make a lot of typos, a lot of mistakes, <laughs> but we love each other, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this all happened before the credits, but after the credits, Phoebe and Monica walk into the coffee shop to discreetly tell Rachel about the responses that she has gotten to her resume in the mail. So they walk in with all these letters. Also in the coffee shop, Ross and Chandler are sitting by the window away from the girls, and Chandler is telling Ross that he should ask out this girl. Ross is not into the girl, but is obviously staring at Rachel, just like he always is, and still has a crush on her, which is preventing him from moving on and dating other people. Just then, Joy walks in, and Ross and Chandler make fun of him for getting so upset during a poker game the previous night because he apparently thought that a three wasn't... And then Joy apparently cried when he noticed that it wasn't a three. And the guys are more than happy to tell the rest of the group what actually happened. And you and I, we play lots of games, like just little table games. I've never seen you get like really upset over losing especially because I'm always winning. <laughs> but have you ever <laughs> cried? Have you ever cried or almost cried over a game? Internally. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like screaming on the inside. Like, how did I not win that round? That was so funny. God damn it. These people don't know comedy. It's um, Justin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't, I'm not very competitive with games. Um, I'm kind of just like, yeah, I'll play. But it's funny because when, like, if I've ever played a game with someone who's too competitive, like I have a cousin who's very competitive, um, it's one of those situations where I'm kind of like, um, I'd rather not play. Just oh. because I don't want to deal with, like, if I beat you, like, are you going to take it okay? Is it going to be fine? <laughs> yeah. Are or you, if you- sure? Or if they win, are they going to be, like, one of those, like, super boasty winners? Like, All in your oh, face. you're dumb. I won. <laughs> um, I do boast a little when I beat Victor at Scrabble. Um, oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's Victor. Yeah, and it's Scrabble. I, and it's I feel Scrabble. like that's acceptable. He probably lets me win. Because that guy no, knows a lot doesn't. of big words. Does he? Fine. Yeah, but I just don't... Um... <laughs> 
I think he does. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not even going to try to explain it. I think he lets me win, but, um, mm-hmm. but no, I've never almost cried over a game and you Mrs. Competitive Uno player. <laughs> Man, I have, when I was little, I definitely have cried over losing a game and I've, <laughs> I still, <laughs> damn it. I still, <laughs> I still do this now, not the crying, but like if we're playing a card game, so if it's Uno or we play this game, that's like, it's, mo- it's called Monopoly Deal and it lasts like 15 to 20 minutes and it literally is how to lose friends in 15 to 20 minutes because <laughs> it's one of those shitty games that you win by, you know, taking everything from other people. So if I lose at one of those, after I realize that I lost, I like take all the cards and just jumble them together or just throw them all over the place. <laughs> uh, but I don't cry. I mean, I did when I was little, but I, I can control myself now. i have i've gotten sad like actual emotional sadness for a couple of seconds in a game that i was pretty sure i was gonna win and then i lost but no more cry i have matured i'm gonna start chanting next time we play oh dude that is side story (laughs) when i when I was in elementary school, these two boys were bullying me and I ended up stuck on top of the monkey bars to try to get away from them. And then they started chanting that and they were both at like one end of the monkey bar. So I couldn't leave. Aww. So they were like, oh, and then one of them started saying, which means like she wants to cry, but she can't. And then I started crying and I was like, si puedo. <laughs> And then they left after like half hour and just left me there crying on top of the monkey bars. Oh my god. Pobrecita. Get it. I know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're welcome for the side story. <laughs> I like those. Um, okay, so the girls question the guys about poker and inquire as to why they've never been invited to play poker with them or why they haven't why they haven't. Wow. Why they aren't see, I make typos just in speaking. Um <laughs> They inquire as to why they have never been invited to play poker with them or why they, there aren't any women that play poker with the guys. The guys respond with, we just don't happen to know any women who play. Monica replies, that's such bullshit. Uh, that's such a bullshit response. But the guys quickly ask them if they know how to play and they all say no. Have you <laughs> ever played poker? And if so, are you a good player? Or do you think you'd be good at it if you don't? I've never played poker, um, and I don't think I'd be good at it. I think that I would have, like, some super obvious tell that everybody and their mother would be able to pick up and recognize instantly. So <laughs> I, don't plan on, I don't plan on playing poker anytime soon, but if I ever do, it's going to definitely be for zero to low money. How about you? Um. No, I've never played. I think somebody tried to teach me once. I think it was my ex. But I don't think I paid that much attention because I didn't really care to play. Um, <laughs> I don't think I would... I don't think I would, like... Um, I don't think I have... I don't think I would have a tell. Wow, I can't speak today. I don't think I would have a tell. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> 
at least not like my one cousin who you know that's always like oh that one was a good one did you did you hear that one that one was good that one was funny <laughs> oh, yeah. did you hear that one that's amazing oh my god I think that, that one's one so win. funny <laughs> Wow, that I think that so one should funny. win. I think that one should win. Yeah, that wouldn't uh, that wouldn't be me. Um, I have RBF, so I think I'd be pretty good at it. I have RBF too, but I get really excited oh. when things are going well. <laughs> so I think I just have this like shaky energy that I wouldn't be able to hide. <laughs> so funny. So guess we won't be playing poker then. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> but in the next scene, the guys are actually teaching the girls how to play poker after some initial hesitation. The girls are very obviously not good at playing poker. Like, they're saying the cards that they have out loud or the type of cards that they're going for. And unsurprisingly, they end up losing, as expected. And when it comes to settling the debt from the game, they opt to for a rematch instead of actually settling it then. Roz then makes a speech about how if you're going to play poker with me, don't expect me to be a nice guy. Because once those cards are dealt, I'm not, I'm a, nice not a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like this weird douchey clap and pause while he's saying that. He says this in a super dorky yet douchey way directed at Rachel, kind of like... He seems to be flirting with her. Like, it's like playful flirtation with Rachel. And as we found out much much later, spoilers, Ross is not exactly a good flirt. But (laughs) have you ever gone super competitive in order to show off in front of someone that you like? Someone that you have a crush on or someone that you want, like, you want to impress them? (laughs) So only with my awesome dance moves. Because, I mean, <laughs> those cumbias, man, they don't dance themselves. Um, <laughs> I think only with that, something like that, like, not necessarily, like, oh, you know what? It's like, look, my hips move way better than hers. Look at me. Um, but other than that, no. And I try not to make it obvious either. Like, it's dancing, so I'm dancing. It's not like I'm stripping. So I'm not, like... I don't move exaggerated. I just feel that I'm a pretty good dancer. So, like, that's enough. So, like, I should be able to get your attention with it. Um, other than that, I can't think of anything. And yourself, ma'am? Um, so, in games, I'm, I'm kind of like Ross. <laughs> Not in, like, a, oh, I'm winning. But, I, man, this is, I'm such a shitty person. I, like, berate the other person. Like, that's my way of flirting with them. Like, oh, my God, you suck. Like, wow, who taught you how to draw? Like, are you in sixth grade? You know, we're playing Pictionary or something. That's, that's kind of, like, how I would. Not necessarily that if you ever hear me say that to you or anybody else that I'm flirting with them. But Laura, I, I definitely. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but I definitely am a lot meaner. <laughs> I'm, like, when your parents tell you that you're little and the boy pulls your hair, it's because they like you. Yeah, if I insult you, I probably at least think that you're a cool person. <laughs> um, but also with dancing, because you reminded me. So I'm not a good dancer naturally. When I was in college that I did for a little bit was belly dancing. And so I think that I'm pretty okay at it. I wouldn't say that I'm like an expert or whatever, but... Uh, sometimes I drink and 
my confidence gets this crazy boost. And so there was this one time when I was at a bar and there was this guy that I had a crush on and he had a crush on me. And my coworkers were asking me, oh my gosh, is it true that you used to be a belly dancer? Because my best friend at the time was there and she was also drunk. So she told them that we used to belly dance together. Uh-huh. And it's true. It only happened once, but, but it was true. And so they were like, wait, show us how you belly dance. And so my best friend uh, was like, oh no, I can't. And I was like... I can, <laughs> especially because there was this dude that I liked there. And so I started belly dancing and in my head and based on the reactions of everyone, I was doing an outstanding job. But of course, you know, this is the era of technology where nothing you do in public <laughs> is ever private. Uh, so someone took a video of it and I saw it the next day and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I what? That's not right. Vodka, I thought you said I could dance. <laughs> yeah, what the? It was actually Fireball. Oh, Fireball! <clears throat> I thought you said I could dance. Fireball lied to me so many times when in my twenties. But yeah, I looked really terrible. But that that used to be my go-to move. So that wasn't actually the first time that I had done that. Oh my there god! There are other times where. <laughs> I was like, I used to belly dance, and then I would just dance, but it was always when I was drunk. You will never see me belly dance when I'm sober. And then I realized when I watched that video, oh, so all those other times, I probably looked like an <laughs> ass as well. Good to know. Good to know. That's why that guy never called me back. Oh, okay. my God. I'm going to get you drunk and then make you belly dance. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, look how cute I am. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to buy you one of those um, skirts with the, all the little thingies. I have them. I have belly dancing costumes. Yeah, but you're not going to have one in my house. So I'm going to bring, I'm going to buy you That's one. True. That's true. That's true. Okay. You're welcome to buy it. <laughs> but I can't drink right now because of my heart. God so good it, luck. Laura. God damn it, Laura's heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Be healthy. <laughs> Ooh, someone's drinking something. Oh, you can hear that? Sorry. <laughs> I am. You can ice cubes. Cranberry and vodka. That's why I said vodka. Uh, vodka, it's on, it's on your mind. <laughs> it is. <sighs> okay, so in the next scene, and uh, sometime later, all the guys are gathered at Ross's place eating pizza and drinking beer. Chandler's giving Ross a hard time about liking Rachel and making fun of his speech. Joey joins Chandler by telling Ross, I think you love her, in a mocking tone, as I just showed. Uh, <laughs> examples um ross starts to tell the guys that he had feelings for her before but he no longer does when he's interrupted by marcel the monkey putting in a cd into the cd player and he plays in the jungle the mighty jungle um which is funny that i didn't just sing that the guys are then (laughs) the guys then are unable to help themselves and start dancing to the song what is the one song that will make you get up and dance no matter what easy peasy lemon squeezy Suavemente by Elvis Crespo. You're so right. (laughs) Like, I could be doing whatever. I don't care. I cannot help it. I will get up and shake my ass. There is no stopping that. I have a lot of songs that I really, really like. And and that I I can't help but, like, moving my shoulders to. But that is the only one that I'll, I'll... 
just stop whatever I'm doing and turn into a woo girl and be like, woo, <laughs> oh my gosh, let's go. And then start dancing. What's yours? Um, Mine, I I would say suavemente, but no, that's not my number one. Um, La Negra Famosa Aww. is Aww. like the one that definitely will get me to dance um, every time. That's cute. I'm going to tell you a story about that song. How about it? Tell me. So that was one of my dad's favorite songs. Aw. And, and it was one of my dad's favorite songs because he used to call my mom Tomasa. <laughs> <laughs> and so and he would do it to annoy her. And so when that song came out, he was like, it's perfect because you have dark skin and I already call you Tomasa. And so every time that song would come on, my dad would start singing it super loudly to my mom. And my mom would be like, no, I'm not. No, stop it. That's not my name. <laughs> and, yeah, that to this day, sometimes I send it to her via YouTube and she just laughs. Oh, how cute. Yeah. I like it. It's a good song. Si me gusta. Si te gusta. Si. Oops. Uh-oh. What you <clears throat> Anyway, later at the girls' apartment, Monica, Phoebe, and Rachel are talking about how Ross was being a jerk the other night. Monica tells the girls that he can be really competitive, but they tell her that she's just as bad and bring up a Pictionary incident in which she apparently threw a plate. Rachel, who has been opening her mail at this time, looking for like maybe interview notices or more rejections, then notices that she actually got an interview to work for Sac Fifth Avenue. Monica tells Rachel, it's like the mothership is calling you home. I'm assuming because it's a retail store and it's Rachel. (laughs) At that moment, a woman shows up who is there to teach them how to play poker. She starts by telling them that everything they hear at a poker game is pure crap and then proceeds by complimenting Phoebe's earrings. So, since they were talking about Monica and Ross being competitive again, have you ever met someone so competitive that they threw a fit of some kind when they lost? (laughs) <laughs> my son and his dad <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh, between the two of them geez these guys um, <laughs> they just can't play anything together when uh, we were all under the same roof if they would play it could have been Madden or FIFA or Mortal Kombat or whatever it was if one of them lost the other one was like crying and the winner was boasting and gloating and oh my god you suck and this and that and it's just like guys it's a fucking video game can y'all both shut the fuck up because nobody wants to hear you (laughs) especially not me (laughs) and my it is annoying oh dude and my son my older one will play against the younger one the younger one is not as good uh, at like those types of games like the the um the Mortal Kombat and whatever like his favorite game is Minecraft. And so they'll play together and he'll be like, "Oh, Danny, I kicked your butt." And it's like, "Yeah, Jesus, we know you're the expert." It's not that like dude, nobody's throwing you a freaking parade. Calm down, buddy. <laughs> it's not that serious. It's not like you guys bet money. <laughs> 
So imagine. I mean, yeah, my son alone is just like, oh god, you're such a headache sometimes, child. Um, and yourself? Yeah. Well, I've actually seen like actual fits thrown. So I used to hang out a lot at a gaming store where they played um, games like Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder. You're such um, a nerd. I know. <laughs> It's where I pick up guys, okay? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I was dating It's where I pick up virgins. And... <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. Anyway. I'm just kidding. Um... I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not sorry. Anyway, so I was dating this guy, and, and I would go with him while he was playing, I think it was called Imperial Assault, while he was playing Imperial Assault at this game store. And there was this one guy... However, I do think he was on the spectrum, um, and he he normally took losing like grace gracefully. He got like more upset than someone else would get upset at. But one time, I'm not sure if he was just having like a really, really, really bad day, but he lost, and he flipped the board over with all of the little minis on the table, and it just fell like everything fell on the ground but everybody knew him and everybody was like really understanding so we were just trying to like calm him down uh-huh. but yeah he threw a, like an actual tantrum over losing so i'm not sure like oh yeah i'm sure he was having like a bad day or something because that was like the worst that i ever saw him and then i also not that he was throwing a fit but not this guy but this other guy that I'm I'm sorry, Jasmine. I'm gonna admit something to you. Sometimes we play games with other couples, <clears throat> <laughs> but there's this this couple that we've only really hung out with them like twice. Uh huh. Um, and they got out this game that actually I was looking for us to get because it was so funny. But anyway, it's you have to draw. It's like Pictionary but dirty. Uh huh. And me and Justin were really good at guessing each other's. And that's like the teams that like they chose to be in the team together, that couple. So then me and Justin had to be together because that's just how it worked out, right? Yeah. But me and Justin were really, really good at guessing each other's what we were drawing. Like we were like on point. And the the husband of the other couple kept getting so frustrated with his wife, like what do you mean you didn't get that? Or what were you trying to draw? Oh my God. And then he would keep making comments like, why are we even rolling? Because it's like a board game. Like you win by like, you advance by like guessing each other's drawings and then you win by getting to like the end on the board. Uh So he was like, why are we even rolling? They're already winning. And like, you could tell he was like getting heated. (laughs) And I was like, it's not like, it's not that deep. Like I remember even at some point I was like, I'm I'm not going to draw as good. Just to see, to see if if they can win, but we ended up winning, and it was one of those times where I was like, I don't even want to boast about it because I don't think he can take it. I think he's gonna fight with me. <laughs> like he didn't like throw a fit, but you could tell that he's one of those guys that just just hates losing. Yeah, and and I th- those kind of people make me uncomfortable. Like because I hate losing too, but I'm not so. It doesn't actually hurt my ego that bad it's just like oh damn it i lost it's 
but doesn't make me get mad you know what I mean yeah like I don't know it's just really weird to me when people get like that oh my god so speaking of tantrums and um punctuations and grammar and stuff (laughs) (laughs) my son my baby is on the spectrum um and he was doing English class today and he was Mm -hmm. like I don't understand why this has to have quotation marks I was like what he's like (laughs) the period should go right here he's like freaking out and I'm like hey calm down you need to just relax and like read the sentence slowly and then you know sound like if you say it out loud you kind of know where the pauses and commas and you know whatever are supposed to go and he's like I did and I'm like okay I'm just gonna sit over here and work while you do your school and like (laughs) kind of got out of his way but then after the class was even over he was like I don't understand has to be so complicated. I was like, I don't know, bro, but we live here, so you got to learn it. (laughs) (laughs) He was so frustrated. I'm like, oh my God, babe, it's fine. You're fine. Get over it. He did. He got over it. He went and like did whatever upstairs, but he was having a rough time for those 10 minutes that he was down here with me. Uh, Yeah, it sounds like it. I get how he feels, though. Yeah, English is uh, something else. I agree. And when I was going to school in Spanish, they had a lot of rules, too. And, like, the grammar is different. But I think that, for me, at least, it was a lot easier to understand those rules. And then when I got here, I was like, no comprendo. Yeah. But languages. Uh, Languages. No Nintendo. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Uh, in a different scene, we are now at Ross's apartment, and most of the gang is there, minus Rachel. Uh, Marcel starts playing the Mighty Jungle song again. Ross turns it off, and the monkey runs to the to Ross's room and slams the door, which is weird. Um, at that moment, Rachel walks in, and she's telling the gang that her interview went great, and she had a lot of things in common with the interviewer. They start playing poker again, and the girls seemingly know a little more about um, the game after their lesson. But they still end up losing. So Ross mocks Rachel for losing again. And Monica, with her competitive nature, then tells the guys that this isn't over. And they will play again. And next time, they will actually win. The girls were probably, um, the girls were probably super confident after their poker lesson, but still lost. Have you ever thought you were prepared for something, but somehow you found yourself being unsuccessful? Yeah, so a few years ago, March 29th, 1990, I was born, (laughs) and I was not prepared for that, even though I thought. (laughs) Even though you wanted out. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. I I mean, kind of. But the story that comes to mind for this one, actually, is in 2013, I had reunited with this girl that I had been friends with essentially all my life, and at that point, she in 2013 we had become best friends again um we are no longer best friends but anyway that's not the point but we decided that to celebrate that we had reunited we would plan a trip to Yosemite now I had been camping before multiple times however I was never the main bitch like I never was camping and I was like I know how to make fire I know how to put this tent up Um, And I told her that. And I told her that specifically because she had never gone camping before. 
So we went camping together. The professional one would be me. And if you know me, well, you know that that's dangerous. <laughs> so we decided to be super meticulous about our planning, uh, make sure that we knew what we were getting into, make sure that we were prepared. I borrowed a tent from my then boss at the time. We went to Balboa Park to put it up to practice and see how like fast we could like get it up (laughs) (laughs) and we did a great job so we it was the day that we were off to like go to Yosemite so the first thing that happened is we accounted for driving time but we didn't actually take into consideration that we would stop and eat so we got there a lot later than we thought and the only reason why that was a big deal was because We didn't actually reserve a camping spot in Yosemite. We were just walking in, which back then wasn't like a huge deal. You could still try to get spots. But if you wanted to do that, you had to be there super early. And we were not because we just didn't take the time that we were going to stop and eat and go to the bathroom, put gas or whatever into consideration. So when we got there, I was sick. So I actually ended up falling asleep for a little bit while my friend was looking for a camping ground, a campground, one in particular that we knew still had spots. And when I woke up, apparently we'd been lost for like two hours. And I was like, dude, why didn't you wake me? Like, like I can help you. And she was like, I know, I just felt so bad. So finally, we find the spot and we realize that they only take cash or check. And we only had a debit card (laughs) to like reserve the spot so I'm like fuck so then she's like we're gonna have to go out um to an ATM but then we realized oh actually they have an ATM here in Yosemite Valley so we go to the ATM we take out cash we come back of course it's all full so while we're wondering what we're gonna do uh we just kind of we're not exactly hiking but we're walking around And then I realized, shit, I didn't pack any socks because I was wearing flats when I got in the car. And for some fucking reason, I packed my tennis shoes, but I didn't pack any socks. So then I was like, can I borrow a pair of socks from you? I know that's gross, but I'm just going to have to wear the same socks the entirety of our time (laughs) here. And when I looked at her, I knew immediately that she had also forgotten (laughs) socks. And she's like... Laura, I forgot socks as well. And I was like, oh, shit, are you kidding me? Okay, like, it's fine. We should just go buy some socks. So we go to the store again to buy some socks. We get the damn socks. And then we go back to the car. And she's like, I saw this campground outside of the park, outside of Yosemite. Like, literally just outside. It looked kind of sketch. Like, it looked like people actually live there. Like, it was more, like, RVs. Uh that were like permanently so installed. So you're trying there. to get murdered. Like, even... uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they even had like a tendero oh and shit. So we're like, well, where else are we gonna go, you know? Home. <clears throat> and then yeah, eight hours away. And so then I was like, okay, let's go. So we start putting this tent together, Jasmine, that we had practiced putting together. <laughs> and then one of the cables <gasps> snaps. So now I'm like, dude, we have no fucking tent what the fuck are we gonna do and she's like let's just come down it was still semi early in the day so she's like let's just come down have some dinner um I brought some groceries they're still like in the cooler I'll, I'll cook something up for us 
because she had brought like this propane um like mm-hmm. stove she's looking in the car and then i see her face and i'm like what happened now she's like i forgot the propane <laughs> so i'm like dude what She's like, yeah, I don't have the propane. She's like, you know what? Let's go find something to eat. Let's go buy snacks at the Yosemite store. So let's go back inside the park and see if we can find a tent inside the store. And I was like, fair enough. I'm sure they have tents. It's Yosemite. Someone is bound to have an emergency with their tent. Uh, In 2013, let it be known that they did not have any tents in Yosemite at the store. But they did have propane. Oh, my God. So we bought that. We get back to the park or outside the little camping area outside of the park. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do? We need a tent. So we drive to the nearest store outside of the park. We we find two tents that are one person tents. So it literally just fits your uh-huh. body. It's just your body in, in a glorified sleeping bag, <laughs> really, like that just stands on top of you. So we, we got into those. And we decided to go take a walk. It was getting dark at this point. We had had some dinner. You know, it was chill. The people around us were kind of weird, but whatever. It's starting to get dark, so we went back to our campsite and we decided to sleep separately. And then, at like fucking one in the morning, I start to hear some weird ass noises. And our tents were like right next to each uh-huh. other, right? So I'm, I whispered like my friend's name, and she's like, "Yeah." I was like, are you scared? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, do you want to come in here with me? And she's like, yeah. So really fast. She didn't even grab anything. Like she just ran inside my tent. And I was like, this is better also because it was really cold. <laughs> but then like, like an hour after that, we just heard rustling around us. Like, I don't know if it was like an animal or people, whatever the fuck. There's just forest noises around us. <laughs> like really scary. So I was like, dude, what do you think about, like, we run in, like, we run out and we just sleep in the car and I'll put one of the tents over, like, the car so that we can't see outside because it's scary. It's, like, pitch dark. So it's, like, really scary. So she's like, okay, let's go. So we run to the car um, and she goes inside and I'm desperately trying to put these tents up so that we don't have to see anything. And we just spent the entire night like awake because we were really scared because we could still we could still hear noises. <laughs> and to this day, I think it was wild animals, mm-hmm. um, but they were very close to us, dude, <laughs> because you could just hear it. It was so close. Uh, so, yeah, we, I just spent the whole night telling her like stories that she had missed while we hadn't uh-huh. seen each other. And we as soon as we saw the sun come out, we just packed all of our shit and went inside Yosemite and finally got us the actual spot at, at the campground inside of the park. After that, everything was fine. But I just will always look back at that trip and think we thought we were hot shit. Like just we had an Excel sheet <laughs> of everything that we needed, of everything that we needed to do before the trip, of all the hikes that we wanted to do, of all the things that we wanted to eat. But everything went fucking wrong. And it was just one of those, wow, I can't, uh, I would not, it was fun, but also it wouldn't be fun to me now because now as an adult that has more fear, (laughs) 
Like, I'm like, so many things could have gone wrong. So many things. We also didn't tell anybody that we were leaving. Like, I told a couple of friends, but I didn't talk to my mom at that point. And, and I wasn't really talking to my family that much. So it's not like I, I told that many people where exactly we were going. So if we had been gone or something happened to us. Like, nobody would have known. At least not immediately. So, kids, please have the fear. Plan accordingly and don't forget your fucking socks. <laughs> uh what the hell <laughs> oh also since we're yeah. handing out tips always tell one person where you're gonna go my mom has yeah. made it a point to just be like hey if you're gonna go somewhere and you don't want to tell anybody it doesn't have to be me just let one person know and she's actually like she doesn't usually tell me stuff but if she feels like like I can know it's not something that she wants to hide from me um, she'll be like, oh, I'm going to go on a date with this guy that I met here and we're going here and we're going to be gone for this long, I think. And here's my number and his number and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, OK, last person she last known uh, person she was with is this guy. Last known mm-hmm. location. Um, so. But yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good <laughs> advice. But what has something that you thought you were prepared for? But then it turns out I mean, that you, you stole mine life. <laughs> it's so funny we were on the same uh wavelength because i for sure was thinking uh life in general not prepared this whole experience 2020 <laughs> oh, not God. ready for 2020 uh, <laughs> um honestly as dumb as it sounds i thought that i i mean i'm okay now but i i would be fine working from home until i was told I had to work from home. It almost felt like if I had made the decision on my own to work from home, cool. Because then it's it's up to me and nobody's telling me that I have to. But when the quarantine started, um, we were sent home and I was cool with it. It was fine. Super great. And then a couple of months later, it was, um, we were told like, oh, hey, you're going to work from home forever. And I was like, what? Okay, I, I guess I can handle that. But I'm a people person, so I need people. And my kids are not enough people. <laughs> Plus, they don't talk to me. <laughs> they're, like, doing their own thing. They're in school, and then they're playing their video games. And then they come down to eat and then leave me again. So they're not – I mean, I'm working, so they know not to bother me. But, yeah, no, I thought that I would be super cool and, like, chilling to work from home. Until I was told I had to. And then it was like, uh, no, I, I don't want, I know me gusta. I can't do this. I'm going to die in my house by myself. And no one's going to know because I don't have coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can see that. I, I can't relate as much as you because I have been enjoying working from home. And I'm not as much as a, of a people person as you are. But I, man, I feel for my super extroverted friends because I know that they've been struggling um, working from home. So I'm sorry, Jasmine. I forgive you, Laura. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we got over that. <laughs> anyway, back at Monica and Rachel's, the gang is now ready for their final poker match. Ross tells them that they should just hand over their money now since they're going to lose anyway. And Monica is super caught up in winning and just being over the top, over the top and like super intense. 
Rachel and Ross continue to mess with each other throughout the game. And then in the middle of the game, Rachel actually gets a call from the woman that interviewed her from Saks Fifth Avenue. And she tells Rachel that she didn't get the job. And then actually, I think, abruptly hangs up on her when Rachel is talking. Rachel takes the news super badly, but decides to continue playing anyway. And it was kind of like a really sad moment for her. Speaking about jobs, have you ever not gotten a job that you thought for sure you were going to get? Yes. So my grandma used to work. um, It was called like, I don't know if I can say the name. We're just going to, it was a fishing company. But like she would, Mm -hmm. she worked in obviously not fishing. (laughs) Um, And the (laughs) job was for receptionist, which I love doing. I'm telling you, I'm a people person. Front desk is the business. Um, So they were looking for a receptionist, and my grandma got me an interview, and I went and I interviewed, and I told them all these lovely things about myself to try to win them over, and they read my resume. And at that point, I think I had only worked at a coffee house and then as a server at um, the Hotel Del Coronado. And so, like, Obviously, I didn't have office experience, but how hard could it be? So I think they just took a look at my previous work history and were like, nah, we're good. We don't need you to be on phones. But my thing was like, I'm very welcoming and happy and I like to smile and I can be your front desk because the reception area is the face of the company. Hello, I have a cute face. She has a very cute face. They did not care about my cute face. (laughs) (laughs) Or my very professional tone. They just, yeah. So, grandma, when she got home, was like, ¿Cómo te fue? And I was like, oh, mami, like, no me han llamado. No le han dicho nada? And she's like, no, a mí no me han dicho nada. So I was like, oh. And then they just never called me. I think it's so rude. I feel like you should get an email, which I've gotten But it's never like an email. It's like I have to log back in to their system and see that I got rejected. Like, no, no, no. You should send me an email or a phone call and tell me, thank you for applying, but we're going in another direction or something. Or you're not qualified. I mean, you can tell me I'm not qualified. If it's true, I won't fight you on it. Um, But yeah, they never called me. I just never heard back from them. So, but I thought I had that one in the bag because of my grandma. And they were like, nah, we don't like you. Mm. I know. I also had a job. Actually, I had a couple of jobs that I thought for sure I was going to get. One was Was Macy's. With your belly dancing skills. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely for sure stripping. Check out my OnlyFans. Just kidding, guys. I don't have one yet. Um... No, it was, I remember the day because I was applying for all kinds of jobs Um, and I never worked retail, so I didn't know the the nightmare that retail is. So I was just trying to get a job and I went and applied for Macy's, but that day you had to get in this gigantic line to apply and I happened to be the second person there. But the line was getting really long, and so they had me wait somewhere else. But they were like, but we'll know that you were the one of the first ones here. So by the time that they opened up for interviews, 
they they called me and I was just in, a, in like a different location, not at the line because the line was getting so big that they needed to make space anyway. So that, that's why they moved me in the first mm-hmm. place. And the person that had been in front of me actually was not patient enough and she just took off. So when they called me, they were like, you come over here. And as I was walking over there, I hear someone say, oh, it's just because she's hot. <laughs> and my initial response was to be like, what the fuck? That's such a nasty thing to say. No, I've been here. But then as soon as I realized what they said, I, I was almost like, thank you. <laughs> like, I didn't say anything, but I was like, hey, they think I'm hot. Anyway, so I got along great with my interviewer. I took one of those, like, assessments that says, like, what would you do if you saw that this happened? oh, you are at lunch and you have about 30 seconds left, but you found out something. I don't know. Like, they have all these scenarios and they ask you, like, what animal would you be? It was like a computer test. And I I took it. And even the dude that was interviewing me was like, yeah, we're pretty sure we're going to give you a call. And I was almost not even going to go to any other job interviews that day because I was, like, so sure that I had that one in the bag because... I thought I did great. And then they never called oh. me. And I don't know what happened. And I agree with you that if you didn't you didn't get the job, they should definitely tell you. I maybe not on the phone, but at least yeah, like a, an email or a letter, like obviously you have my address. It's it's in my <laughs> application. But no, I never got anything. And then another one <laughs> that I thought I was going to get for sure was hot topic. Um, but this one was actually earlier in life. I think I was like 17. And I was definitely emo. And I definitely bought all, not all my clothes because I was poor. But I, I bought a lot of my clothes at Hot Topic. And I definitely was inspired by that style back in like 2007. And I had a great interview with the, like they literally interviewed me at the register. They didn't even have like a separate room for it. <laughs> And then the dude was like, great, like, I'm, I'm going to give you a call and, and we'll talk or whatever. And as I was leaving, this is probably the thing that didn't get me the job. I looked at him and I was like, thank you so much, Brad. By the way, I really love the style here. I cannot wait. But like I said, it like, I don't know. I just sounded so derpy. <laughs> like, I can't wait. <laughs> To dress like Abby Lapine. <laughs> we work here. And then he, that guy didn't call me either. And I was salty every time I went to the mall and passed by that hot topic. <laughs> I would go to a different uh, mall. And to answer yeah. your question, I would be a koala because I like to sleep. But I would never say that in an interview. <laughs> I never know what to say when people ask questions like that. Like... I don't know. It is so weird. weird. <laughs> I've interviewed people before, and I don't ask shit like that. But to each their own, I guess. <laughs> For sure, to each their own. Um, moving on. The game culminates with Rachel and Ross against each other. They both make large bets, and after some tense moments, Rachel re- reveals her hand and tells her, and Ross tells her, you got me, letting her know that she won. Chandler and Joey can't believe that Ross lost. And then uh, just then they realize that Ross is staring at Rachel and says, but look how happy she is. It is evident that Rachel really needed a win and Ross let her win in order to cheer her up. Um, Cause she had a rough night cause she ended up not getting the job. 
Um, it is evident in the scene that this is more than just a crush for Ross. Have you ever let someone win to spare their feelings? And bonus question. There should be bells. Um, (laughs) What is the moment that made you realize that you were in love with someone? So have I ever let someone win? So no, but yes, I've intended to let someone win, but I don't just like give it to people. I just go slower or just just not answer the question correctly but when it's all said and done I still win because obviously I'm superior (laughs) and just better you know um I've intended not but all seriously I have intended it like I have slowed my game down on whatever I'm doing and then I I still won so I still consider that I guess letting someone win it's not my fault it's not my fault that they still couldn't um hang out or hang, rather. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway. So, yes and no. And when is the moment I realized I was in love with someone? Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. So, when with my current boyfriend, our relationship kind of happened lightning fast. I realized that I really liked him really, really fast. And we started hanging out, like, every day. Like, we literally hung out every day. And then we... He had to go on, like, a trip. Before we started dating, we were hanging out every day. And then he had to go on a trip. And then he came back. And and I remember he said, like, oh, as soon as I got out of the plane, like, you were the first person I, I wanted to see. And you were the last person I wanted to see before I went Aww. on my trip. And, and I thought that was so cute. I know. I actually took a <laughs> screenshot a lot. Anyway... So because everything happened so fast and and I think you and I have have talked about this before how we we kind of catch feelings really fast but it kind of felt different with my current boyfriend it just I I I have felt like infatuation and excitedness over hanging out with someone and giddy and I was feeling all of these things with my current boyfriend Justin but another thing that I felt was just super safe and just worthy and that's something that hasn't really happened automatically when I'm talking to a guy before so I was like I would like to explore this so we started officially dating November 24th after a lot of like talking and hanging out and I mean we'd been co-workers for a while I don't remember exactly what day it was, but de- like thank you, excuse me, bless you. <laughs> uh, I don't remember exactly what day it was, but I know it was like mid December. We went to Disneyland, and he did something so ridiculous. He was eating a churro, and then he he realized that I was recording him. So he turned around, winked at me, and then put the churro in his mouth like he was sucking dick. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I love this guy. That's, that's the moment that I realized I loved him. And I was like, my God, we've been dating for like, we've been official for like three weeks. How is this? And then I was so worried. I was like, this guy, there's no way he loves me back. Like, it's way too fast. I'm just going to have to hold this in for months, I guess. 
But then when he dropped me off at home, he told Aww. me he loved me <laughs> that same day. And I was like, yes, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> but what about you? Did you let someone win? Have you been letting me win? Is that why I always Hell win? no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, I don't think I've ever let anyone win other than my children. And that was like when Mm. they were smaller and you have to let them win because if not, they'll cry because they don't know how they don't know what it means to lose yet. Like when they were like two and you're yeah, I have to do that. Damn it. And they're like, oh, mommy, you win. It's like, yeah, mommy wins. And then they're like, man, it's like, no. I don't want to deal with that. So um, (laughs) definitely my kids. And then as far as the moment I realized that I loved uh, someone. um, I mean, I obviously loved my husband. The day that I went to go tell him that I loved him, that everything kind of, we weren't even, we weren't even together that day. We were in I was with my kids and he was at home doing his own thing. And I normally didn't see him on the days that I had my kids. Cause it was still like newish. I think we were dating. I want to say we were dating like five months and we were getting serious and I was at home with the kids and I just missed him so much. And so I got in my car and I drove all the way to his house. And I was like, look, this is stupid. I shouldn't be here. I know it's too soon, but I just wanted to say that I love you. And he hugged me and like, didn't say anything. And I was like, you don't have to say it back. And he (gasps) was like, I love you too. But like, you didn't have to come all the way over here to say that. You know that, right? And I was like, I know. And then I like went home. Because it was like oh when I had my kids, so I wouldn't have seen him. But it, I just needed to say it out loud. Like, I didn't want to say it over the phone. I didn't want to text it, obviously. So I, like, went and I told him. Um, but I can honestly tell you that I've never loved someone as much as I love him. Um, there's moments where we're just, like, sitting next to each other or in bed lying down ready for bed or whatever and I'll just cuddle him or I'll hug him and I just feel like all the feelings and it's like oh I love you so much like I just want to squeeze him I love him so much yeah it's the weirdest thing but I it's it's often that I have that feeling that it's like oh I do love you (laughs) you stupid I know I I feel (laughs) like that too which funny and I don't know if this happens to you but Sometimes I'll just look at Justin and I'm like, oh my god, look at this, look at this cutie right here. Oh my god, I love him. I'm gonna squeeze his fucking face. And I'm just sitting there looking at him thinking he's like the cutest and then he'll do something super stupid, like burp (laughs) or fart. (laughs) And then it just makes me laugh because I was just thinking about how perfect he is. That has definitely happened to me. (laughs) <laughs> like I'll think it and he's snoring I'm like oh, man <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway cute that was very romantic Jasmine I am a romantic <sighs> romance anyway so after the credit 
the gang is playing Pictionary, and no one can guess what Monica is drawing, but immediately they guess something that Rachel draws, which makes Monica agitated and prompts everyone to duck to not get hit by something that Monica may throw. Have you ever thrown something out of frustration? Or has someone thrown something at you out of frustration? It doesn't have to be in, like, a game setting or anything. Mm, so I've thrown things out of frustration. I threw fists one time. It didn't end up... And it, it didn't end well for me. Um, we won't get into oh, it. Oh, no. But I, um, I remember very specifically one time with my ex. Uh, he had given me a ring when I turned 15. Because um, I've known him my whole life. So when, when I turned 15, he gave me like a ring. It wasn't a promise ring. It wasn't an engagement ring. It was just a gold ring. It was really pretty. Um, very simple, just like a band. And I used to wear the ring all the time. Um, after, after we had already had my son. Um, so at this point, we're like 20. He was being an asshole and had already broken up with me and was being like a fucking jerk. And I, I was at his house already and I had the ring on and I was like, you know what? Fuck this and fuck you and take this. And I fucking threw it and I like threw it at him and it bounced off of him and Lord knows where the hell it rolled. Right. And so that was the end of that. And I, I thought that, like, it got lost or chewed up by the lawnmower or something. When we got back together five years later, he had the ring still and, like, gave it to me um, or gave it back to me. Like, here, men's side, don't throw it again. And I was like, shut up. I'm like, fucking throw it whenever I want. Piss me off. One more time. (laughs) Don't make me throw it. Yeah. Um, And then as far as anyone throwing something at me, no. Um, we, Victor and I, there was, there was a situation that we used to get into arguments over that I'm not going to discuss because it doesn't matter. But one time we got into an argument, um, we were out like at a bar or whatever, drinking, having a good time. And I had to ruin it by bringing up X, Y, Z. And he got so frustrated with me that we had gotten so, um, Sammy's Wood Fried Pizza used to do this thing on Thursday nights where you would go and they would host a different brewery and the brewery would bring cups, like their cups with their logos mm-hmm. and stuff. And so you would buy the glass and then just get refills, like at a discount price. So it was a great deal. Yeah, oh, it was super fun. Cool. And so we went a couple times and this one time they had this glass. It was um, Black Plague Brewing. And they had a glass that was shaped like a can. One of my favorite glasses. I've seen one, like a Coca-Cola one. Um, but this obviously wasn't that. Uh, but it was a, a glass cup. And we had gotten two. And he had gotten so mad at me that he threw his glass out the window of the car. And then in his frustration with me, threw my glass out the window too. And I was so, I was so mad. Oh, I was like, wow. what? That was... That glass was so cool. I cannot believe you throw that out the fucking window. He ended up buying me one. So we only have one that I'm actually using right now. Ah, that's funny. I just realized I'm using it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, 
got so mad that he threw my glasses out the fucking window. And it's kind of cool because it says death is certain on the one side and then it has the, the oh, brewery yeah. logo on the other side. It was fucking badass and he just fucking threw it out the window. I'm glad he bought me a replacement, but Good. I was so mad. I'm like, well, this could be three instead of just one. <laughs> but I think that's it as far as anybody throwing and anything being thrown. And yourself, ma'am, do you have a violent streak? <laughs> Not a streak, <laughs> but um, yeah, I've thrown things. <laughs> Uh, I was never a person that threw shit until I dated the guy that just made me lose all my marbles. So this dude was just someone that would always put me down, would always be talking to other girls, cheated on me, and yeah, just strung me along. Um, He would say things to me like, Ugh. Ugh, I'm getting angry already. He would say things to me like, oh, that girl, oh no, she looks nothing like you. She actually has oh. a woman's body. Or, well, maybe, maybe the reason why you don't have kids yet is because you would be a terrible mother. Or... I'd love to have a threesome with you, except you'd probably get really upset at how much pleasure I'd be getting from another person that actually knows how to turn uh-huh. on. Shit like that all the time. And that's just a few examples, okay? So when when I was with that person, I was always on edge because it was always either really, really, really good or really, really, really shitty. Like, hate myself, shitty. And I tried so hard, man, to be with this person because I honestly believed that we could be together and and that he could become a better person and that I could become a better person for them as well. So it all culminated when one night after two years of on and off, we broke up. Actually, he broke up with me days before our appointment to go <laughs> to couples therapy for the first time. And I was so angry I did not understand I started banging on the walls which I had never done in that scenario and I grabbed he had this fan it was a big bulky fan Jasmine I I grabbed it because it was like the thing closest to me (laughs) and I threw it in the living room it was just imagine like a gigantic fan like and I'm just really weird bulky holding it almost not even being able to carry it and just threw it like I just started throwing shit and I it was one of those times where like I was saying red I was so angry not because he broke up with me obviously that's the thing that started it all but it was anger over all my wasted Mm -hmm. fucking time and all the times that I forgave and the terrible person that I felt like I had become while I was being with this person, the friendships that I lost over defending this dude when my friends told me that I was stupid for being with him, just the isolation that I was under and not being able to see my family as often as I'd wanted, 
because of how weird this relationship dynamic was. I was so done. Like, I was so done. And then I remember, I think I startled him because he'd never seen me quite like that. Like, we had other, we had other like, really intense fights before, but this one definitely took the cake. And I remember him saying, like, okay, well, actually, let me think about it. Let me think about it. Maybe we can sleep on it, and then we can decide in the morning. And I was like, no, fuck you. You already broke up with me. And, yeah, I packed all my shit that night, and I left at, like, 8 in the morning. Oh, my God. I was done. I was so angry. I, oh, I'm getting angry just thinking about it now. But that is the one time that I've, I've thrown things. Um, things have been thrown at me, but it's been mainly oh, my mom. Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> yeah, my mom throw, used to throw shit at me when she got mad, especially because she, she has polio. So sometimes when, when I was a kid and she couldn't <laughs> catch me right away because I was, I was disrespectful and I ran away. Like she would just start grabbing things and <laughs> throwing them at me. I want to say one time me and my sister got in a fight and she started throwing things at me as well. But she was, I think she was having postpartum depression at that time. Yeah. So yes, things have been thrown in conclusion. But no hands. Don't do it. It's not nice. (laughs) I would lose in a heartbeat. I mean, I wasn't a winner. But I totally would think that I could mean, be. not in that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe today. I don't know. People have gotten scrawny. And not me. <laughs> um, well, that concludes our episode for the night, friends. Amigos. Amigas. Amigui. Amigas y amigos. Muchas gracias. For joining comadres, compadres. <laughs> I hope that you're staying safe and no, hydrated. Like <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.